Welcome to the Compile Podcast, a show where two programmers talk about anything and everything. My name is Nick. I'm the host of this podcast with my good friend Jasper. Hi, yeah. Uh, in each episode, we will have a topic, and the goal of the episode is to compile the topic down to a list of essential points for our listeners. This week, we are talking about something very chill, um, just hobbies, and um, more specifically, what we do when we are not coding at work or uh, for for school for uni. I think this topic was brought up at some point in like in, in my notes. I just have a backlog of topics that I noted down, and this one we both feel like it, it's worth doing and nice and chill. Yeah, nothing too dramatic. Yeah, I mean that's in in a long week. This is what you. I think this is what people want to hear in a long week, especially <laughs> like midweek because we're recording this on a Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so first of all, um, I understand for our profession, uh, especially, it's very important to have a special sense of dedication, where people go, you know, I'm a programmer. This is what I do. I write code, um, and that's it, right? And you know, to put it a bit more to extreme point, if I can spend every waking minute of my life writing code that I'm producing value, then I will do it. Right, I I'm just you know I'm just I'm just laying out the grounds here. Um, that's certainly being a part of my life. Yeah. Um, at some point. Um, but over the years, I've understood that you should you should have some hobbies on your own, like on the side. Um, and um, you know, I think you've always been able to keep this balance quite well. Uh, so why don't you? Yeah, I mean, so as as a student, it's because I'm still a student. Uh, it's it's similar in that being a student is always kind of your life, and you don't have anything outside of being a student. So I've always very much valued doing other things that don't involve being a student. So, because um, yeah, just just to just to stop being a student for a bit, and I uh, I, I really value that. Um, I think it's a great way. To kind of reduce stress, um, it's a great way to hang out with people. Although I care about people that much, but you know, <laughs> I, I gotta, you know, everybody has to talk to people every now and then. Yeah, um, and also talk to people outside of your coursework, which is always what you know your talks with student friends will be about. So yeah, diversity is always always important. Actually, this is a a, a big advantage at uni, right? You get to see, I mean, depend, depends on how your uni is made up, but uh, usually you get to see a lot of people from very different disciplines, vastly different viewpoints on f- how things work. And, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm actually I'm actually kind of scared of losing, losing that when, um, when I'm finally done being a student. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, at this point I've stopped going to societies because societies are all, all a bit younger in terms of average age than I am at this point. How old but are you? <laughs> Oh, I'm 25. <laughs> okay. Um, so, you know, you get all those 18 year olds being super happy that they can drink alcohol, and, you know, that's good for them, but I don't care about alcohol anymore. Um, so, you know, societies were great when I could still go to them. Yeah. Um, but even, even outside of societies, there's just so much, so much to do in a university. There's so many people from doing completely different things, which you probably won't find as much. Um, I mean, I can't speak from experience, but. Looking at Google, for example, where you work, um, I can't imagine that you'll see half as much as diversity as in a university. Mm, yeah, definitely. It's it's very. Uh, you have to make some conscious effort uh, if you are on a nine to five job. 
Yeah, probably yeah. more in general. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you just spend so much time. At, at yeah. That's, yeah, exactly. That's one of the points that, you know, having a hobby on the side is so useful or, and so uh, important, not only to yourself, but also actually to your productivity at, u- at work or at uni. Um, because uh, this is a this is also a uh, a word that's being thrown around quite a lot. If you dedicate yourself solely to one thing for extended period of time, you'll get burnt out. And uh, the reason of that is your mind is sort of stuck in the mode of thinking, and it's just it just became it just became to a point where you're numb to to other things. And having a hobby sort of balanced it a little bit more so that you don't stop yourself into a particular kind of thinking mode too strongly for too long yeah no, that's 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 probably very much true I've, I've never actually been burnt out myself uh but as a student you always get this you know there's always this one period in every semester um where you get this close to being burnt out that's not uh, right. <laughs> yeah that's that's about now yeah <laughs> um after those periods, you always you always crash and just don't do anything university related for you know a week after, um, whereas arguably it's much better to just kind of mix that in in the first place. Yeah. Um, you know, find that thing on the side where you spend half an hour every day playing the piano, or reading a book, or whatever, just so your brain can kind of process what what's going on. Yeah. And stop being burnt out. Yeah. If you think about uh, your brain is. You can think of it as a muscle, right? As yeah. a muscle, as like any other muscle in your body. If you keep working it around the clock and never let it rest, you know, in time it will get tired and you're not going to be able to... I'm just using a fitness uh, example here. You can't, like, keep lifting something for, like, no. 12 hours and then expect at the 13th hour you can still lift as much as you do when you're starting. Yeah. Right? Yeah, you your do muscles it. get fatigued. Uh, and you know they, they won't be able to produce as much as it would be uh, if it were fresh. Yeah, yeah, it's like do some do some mental yoga in between. Play some chess. That's a that's <laughs> an excellent example. That's that's actually, excellent analogy. Yeah. I feel like that's actually a word that people use, but I'm not sure. Um, I mean, that's the first time I'm hearing it, but I totally agree. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, it's 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 nice. It's you know, it's there's there's so much more to it as well because like. You, it helps you kind of discover yourself as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not just about doing something that is not uni. It also, you know, y- you can discover things that you didn't previously realize. Um, I've, I've come to really like, so I've been playing piano, I've come to really like classical music. It's not a major deal, but hey, um, it's, it's something new. Um, yeah, I mean, especially in London, there's loads of like concerts you can go to. Oh, I bet there are. They're probably expensive, though. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Too poor right. as a student. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think that's that's very true uh, to me as well. Um, I've never been too much into sort of reading, uh, growing up because you know, I I I was a kid that likes to play outside, <laughs> and not sitting down to read a book. Um, and that being said, you know, over the past few years, uh, because I've suddenly grown very into like sort of seeing other people's stories and just into fiction. Um, that's sort of as a starting point for me. And then I started reading books about fictions. And I, I realized how relaxing it is to literally just sit down with a cup of tea and, and just read stuff and um, sort of give yourself out and just be um, observant to 
uh, somebody else's story. That sounds really weird, but you know. Um, <laughs> but you get what I mean. Like uh, because of this, um, I've now been able to cultivate a bit of more regular habit of reading, uh, either as like actual books or uh, or in the form of audiobooks that yeah. I listen to on the way home <laughs> or on the way to work. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah no, that's 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 really nice, John. Mm-hmm. It's um, it can be eye opening. I I find. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, it's it's just a lot of things that you know you need to try to sort of see, right? Yeah, I think I think that's the main thing with with all of these things. You you gotta try them, um, and there's so many things to try <laughs> that finding the right one can actually be really hard. Yeah, um, which I think uni is is like if you're still in uni. Go out, go to societies, do all of these different things because you're never gonna have such an easy time getting into all of these different hobbies and sports and yeah, it's it's really quite amazing. Yeah, I was in a I was in the badminton club for our university as well, uh, mostly because I already play badminton and it was just an no- amazing sort of gateway to of knowing people from uh, other parts of the uni because. You know, it's a it's an overall club, so it's not like people just people from your year. You get to see people from lower years, people from higher years. I've even known a few PhDs. I, um, you know, that, yeah. that's that's you know these sort of hobbies sometimes, uh, depending on the what hobby it is, uh, can be a way to uh, open yourself to meet new people yeah. and and sort of expand your social cycle yeah i think i think this is probably something we both kind of experienced moving uh moving into london here Mm. and that we had to you know you have to rebuild your your social circle because nobody i knew i mean you were here and some some other people but those weren't people i was talking to that regularly Mm. um and and through hobbies that's such an easy because you always have common ground to talk about yeah there's, and there's you don't or you don't even have to talk you can just do your thing and play badminton or in my case play games um and sounds a bit stupid but it, it just means that you have something to do with other people as opposed to yeah walking my, up to someone and trying to talk to them which is super awkward yeah my way is super creepy as well i'm a big fan of drinking tea and actually um jasper's drinking some uh right now uh and a good way of me of me trying to use it as a hobby is because i like tea i bought a fair bunch uh more than i could consume on my own um then i started having people over for tea and you know that it's i found on a sofa with cups of tea and like maybe some biscuits and whatnot it's a really good way to you know open it up and start to yeah. know a person uh yeah break the ice as stupid as that may sound yeah like, you, you, you do need like you do need a starting point yeah i think that's um, like second date of me and Capri, so we just like went for tea <laughs> 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 uh, yeah it was it's it not all right for me so <laughs> i'm not complaining yeah, tea. <laughs> tea people that's yeah. the way to go <laughs> yeah or coffee um uh, depending on what you like um yeah. so that being said i think you know if you are uh, already convinced, then great. Um, you know, then the next problem becomes sort of, I already agree with you. However, I don't really have a hobby right now. And uh, I'm, the, I don't know how to, how, how to go about starting one. Mm. Right. Uh, I think 
for both of us, we have had that. I don't know. If, I don't know about yeah, you, yeah. but I've had that period in my life where I was like, just coming out of uh, an intense period of uh, work or uni. That's that's what what I was in first year of uni because I there's some stuff that happened before that forces me to work hard in in my first year. So I did that, and uh, by the end of the first year, I suddenly realized, oh, there's nothing else in my life actually. Yeah. Um, and that's pretty sad. And I wanted to change that, and you know, make uh, make better use of uh, of my times, and you know, just start ex- uh, exploring stuff. Uh, so, what do you, do you have any tips for people who are sort of uh, just starting, or they don't really have a hobby? Like, yeah, uh, yeah. So I actually I went through this much more recently than you. Um, so like in my last year of uni, when when all of you guys had left uni, because I, I was a, li- a year late essentially, um, so I was sort of alone and I kind of realized I didn't have anything to do on my own. Um, this this all sounds a bit depressing. I wasn't depressed or anything. Don't worry. <laughs> um, but you know, I had to I had to find something to do, um, and I I actually just did all the things. So like I I I mean I'd always been I'd always liked reading. Yeah. I'd never really gotten into it that much. So I just started reading more. And then that worked for me to some extent, but it wasn't that great. So I I bought a piano, and like a digital piano, nothing too big. Um, uh, and I just started playing the piano. And I feel like just doing it um, is is probably the best way to do it. And, yeah. you know, there's playing or buying a piano is, depending on how rich you are, not, not even that expensive. Uh, but buying books, for example, costs you barely anything, especially if you go to the library, it's, it's free. Um, so it, it doesn't need to be a big jump. You can get a guitar for, for relatively cheaply. If you don't, you know, don't get caught up in trying to buy the best guitar when you yeah. haven't played any good. I, I tend to do that badly. Exactly. Um, I, my, I have a funny story about my guitar. Like, <laughs> you heard this story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard this um, yeah so I, I was living in the east end of London once, uh, one summer, and... There was a broken guitar. Well, it wasn't a broken guitar. It just didn't have any strings on the guitar and uh, on my room when I when I moved in. And I was like, "What, what was this about? Is this part of the furniture?" <laughs> so I so I la- asked the the landlord, and they went, "Oh, I think somebody else left it there. It is it isn't ours, but you can take it if you like. But it's like there's no strings. I don't know. Like you use it as an ornament or something. And um, so I I took it to." to uh, central london to the music shop and i just had it strung uh for like 20 20 pounds or something and and i bought like they also gave me a uh a bag like a guitar bag for free so so i literally got my guitar for like 20 pounds and i left it for for three years without using it and that's how i started actually this is this happened exactly as well in my fourth year when i was literally sick of writing my dissertation at home <laughs> um yeah because yeah i think those i think it was around february uh a couple of years ago but it was it was a it was a sad time to, to be sitting at home to to write stuff and um there was this guitar lying around and i thought oh, i'll give it a try and uh yeah it hurt. first few days was horrible and mm. Yeah, but I, I, you know, you get through it, and uh, for, fortunate for me, there was someone I know who plays guitar professionally, so he, he came around and um, sort sort of taught me the basics, and yeah, now I started playing guitar, and I started uh, recently I'm starting like 
recording myself, which is like super mm. annoying. Yeah, <laughs> um, you know, like to record a song, you have to make like forty cuts. It's like, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's it's a good starting point for me, and uh, I I think you know to to bring it to your point is like your life however it is right now it's probably not as boring as you think it is and um you just need to like maybe sit down and have a little bit of a think about what is your interest right now and see if you can expand on that for, for me for example i i was a big fan of guitar because like it was cool in high school um but i could never play it and uh incidentally my dad played in high uh in not in high school in uni and he was like yeah you should just like go about uh, go get one and start learning and um so yeah that was always been an interest of me not like an interest but like something that i look forward to um then i got the chance to do it and then i started doing it mm-hmm. uh so yeah you probably have something that's in your mind or this time that you wanted to try or something that's like cool yeah i think i think actually it doesn't even need to be cool um i think everybody has something they care about if, if that makes sense so you and and care about is a really vague thing but even if you're just super you know i get passionately angry about some things and that's like what like, <laughs> let me try to think of a thing i mean you know there's a lot of big things that i get passionately angry about um but i've always been of the opinion that if you're passionately angry about something that means you're passionate enough to probably work towards fixing that thing and i feel like if if you're if if you can invest yourself in any way whatsoever even if it's like for a different reason then ooh that's cool mm. um you know you can find interests or hobbies anywhere and, yeah. and like yeah. All, yeah all this time i'm thinking about what are you passionately angry oh i'm about? passionately angry about so many things i mean i'm in the uk i'm passionately angry about everything um but like i can't think of anything um, well, like public transport man but you ride a bike what do you mean <laughs> yeah i ride a bike because i passionately hate the, ah. yeah, there you go so i ride the bike because i passionately hate public transport right so yeah, it, it can come from anywhere mm-hmm. um so like in, instead of you know, take take those take those things that you think about inherently for whatever reason and do something with them. Mm, that's um, a very interesting way about uh, to go about it. I I can't really think of anything that I've developed on like through this way in particular. Uh, yeah, but it's quite quite interesting that you know there's something that you care about uh, that you think I'm essentially not uh, not what you would hope it is yeah and um you know you can do something to change it and if, if your brain spends time thinking about it then it probably means something to you so oh i remember this is this is what caprice went through like she was uh she was interested uh because i i work in ads at google by, by the way by the way and uh she was interested in how you know ads work online and how you know you know how companies would have these little um, sales department that are, like solely focus on ads like what do they do right so she, and she thought it was like ah oh, it's like probably people just like sitting around and getting paid for nothing and so she started looking into it and there's some like courses you can take uh, which are like um, for free as well uh, so she started taking those and then she gained an appreciation about like how businesses are run like online uh, and how one goes about like doing sales uh, not exactly sales but 
promotion stuff through uh, through ads or through other uh, channels. And I feel like I feel like there's there's more that people care about than they think they care about. Mm-hmm. You just have to kind of realize. Yeah, I've heard I, I've had friends who are very passionate uh, about coffee, and uh, and then uh, you know if you are one of one of these people. Uh, first of all, good for you, and second of all, you know you can do something about that. You know there are loads and loads of articles about like beans, techniques, how to make coffee, uh, and like what sort of equipment that you use, like what sort of results. Uh, and then there's like a whole um, area about tasting coffee. It's like tasting wine, right? You can get yeah. notes and whatnot. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, yeah. But by the way, I said notes and whatnot. You probably can tell I'm not a not not that into (laughs) yeah but yeah Yeah. you you know there's something in your life even like food or something like you can always find something that you're interested in and just see if you can make it uh, a bit more i wouldn't say seriously just invest a bit more time in it uh and yeah then you know you get a hobby so that's quite nice uh okay um i hope this we've already cleared up enough of like uh what the hobby is like how important the hobby is and what we can do to start getting one uh, and now it's the fun part where we're gonna basically just list what we do uh, <laughs> when we're not working uh, uh, f- so because this is still a technical uh, podcast I've divided it um, into a section a category with all technical hobbies um, even though it's off work and on non-technical hobbies which are more suitable for the general audience uh yeah i think we, we're literally just talking about this before recording you actually don't have a strong sort of like uh I, how should i say you're not that passionate about tech off work or uh, off uni right i i have i have specific things that i'm interested in but i don't my life doesn't revolve around tech if that mm. makes sense makes um, sense maybe, maybe it should do more because because i do I find a lot of things interesting, but I don't find them interesting enough to wake up in the morning and like spend my breakfast reading about them. Ah. Um, so you know, I, I I I don't hit that threshold of when that interests me. Um. So I do get really passionate about some subjects in some specific cases where I'll be reading up. And my girlfriend hates this. Um. Uh, where I'm like reading up on things till one a.m. Um. And then yeah. But uh, outside of I don't generally I don't consider that a hobby. It's not, it's not a regular thing. Yeah, it's not a regular thing. Yeah. Right? That was, that's what I was going to say. Uh, for me, it was, a, well, <laughs> it's still not a regular thing, uh, but it's a bit more, it happens a bit more frequently for me. Uh, I am, because of my work, I'm mostly working uh, on the product side. And that being said, you know, all of the internal technologies that we use are internal. Um, and, you know, we keep, working on you keep using those and sometimes you literally like forget what was happening outside in the world uh so to to help me not lose track of that i've had uh i've had a hobby of reading uh technical articles not too not very in-depth one unless i'm unless i'm like focusing on one specific topic but uh i've just signed up like to a few uh newsletters and uh, a few forums that i uh, that I look at, um, not every day, but I'm not gonna not read for two days in a row, yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then there's some other stuff that you can do where, 
uh, with technical meetups. Uh, I've been to a few, but uh, to be honest, uh, personally, I've not been able to gain uh, much out of it. I think those are really for to meet people, and I I'm really. <laughs> I, I'm an introvert, so I see uh, I'm when I see strangers, like total strangers, I'm a bit uh, deterred to like break yeah. the ice. I, I'm actually I I've, I've never been to one of those. I, I found it a bit hard to picture actually what they what they involve. Are they like seminars? Yeah. So the ones I've been to is are sort of run at nights, which already doesn't feel so good because <laughs> you have to get off work like all tired and go to this thing. Uh, where they have a few talks, just uh, a couple of people are interested or like they're a bit more expert in some field and they will have a talk about 30 minutes each. And uh, after that, you know, the whole meetup or the whole group goes to a pub and, and yeah. start drinking. So, uh, yeah, I've been to a few of those. And it's just that, yeah, I, 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 I tend to just listen on the... On the talks and then leave <laughs> straight yeah, afterwards. No, I can see that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, if you know that might be something uh, interesting for you and not for you know not for the yeah, whole class. Yeah, I, I feel like there's a lot of people that actually benefit from them because it, it does allow you to kind of like expand your horizons within your field, you yeah, know, your yeah. general field of being for you know in your case software engineer. Definitely. Uh, so I think yeah. Alex Alex really liked going to them. Um, Really? Um, yeah, I think so. Um, okay. So, yeah. You know, there's definitely people that get stuff out of it. And if you like going to the pub, you know, you might as well do it with people that you might be interested in talking to. So. Make sure. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Make so. sure just like do a bit more research upfront on this. Because I've, I've also been to the case where I'm like, oh, I don't really know what this meetup is about, but I'm just going to go. I mean, uh, then it's, it's basically two hours of my life just wasted. <laughs> yeah. Just uh, make sure you are a little, bit, a little bit more conscious on on this bit and yeah that's it uh, yeah. uh did you do any side projects i think you talked about uh, a few potential projects that you were yeah so, so side projects are kind of going hand in hand with me reading about tech stuff so i get like really into there's mm. one thing that I'm, I'm kind of looking to do it's always it's always useless um but it's always interesting nonetheless i i when I so I'm I'm not a software engineer. I'm not planning to be a software engineer full time after I finish my master's, but I do take joy in programming every now and then. Uh, so if I do find something where I feel like, you know, oh this is interesting. Oh I want to try this. Uh, right now I'm I'm just getting into one of these phases where uh, my girlfriend was working on on something in Unity, uh, mm. and Unity seems really cool. So I'm gonna be spending my you know next three weeks of my life doing Unity. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so projects, I don't know if they're projects, they're just these random bursts of, oh, I'm going to do something. I mean, and I'll, I'll figure out what, what that something is. Yeah, it's a glorified term to, to start with. Like, yeah. do, do you say, I mean, do you, if you do a full online tutorial, is that a project? I mean, it can be, right? Yeah. You have, well, I have a GitHub repo to show at the end, so, you know, <laughs> technically it is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think uh, we've actually done a uh, done a project, uh, done a project, done a episode on side projects before in the podcast, so you might want to listen to it. I will link it in the in the description as well. Um, but yeah, it's I think for this particular thing is mostly to facilitate learning besides what you are doing yeah. at work. Um, it depends. Uh, it depends on people. I think some 
some cases are uh, a little bit difficult because <laughs> you already spend so much mental effort at work so you just want to do something else uh, to be honest I, I must i should have preface this preface this with uh with a with a warning this is like this is only if you are passionate about tech uh, <laughs> you know and you want to do something on you know on the side uh, generally i uh, the the friends i've known uh that are in this field they tend to do something that's not in tech uh which is what we're going to go to now um so to start with um programmers are you know mostly sedentary and you spend a lot of time <laughs> sitting down and uh we actually just did an episode on on the health uh develop health so you might want to listen to that as well um but to be fair uh i find it quite common for a developer to pick up some sort of sport as a hobby oh. uh myself i've done uh, quite a few things i do uh weight exercises uh, at the gym and also do badminton uh, recently, I've been starting to do a fitness program mostly at home, uh, which is like oh, terrible every morning. Um, <laughs> yeah, but uh, I think as we said last week, you don't do any particular sports no, per no, no. se. But uh, but yeah, w- what other things that you do? Yeah, yeah so I, I play the piano. Uh, although I'm I'm possibly over glorifying that at this point because I haven't played the piano that actively as of lately. You know that's that's a good one. Um, it's just some something completely different. You know, it's completely unrelated to anything, anything else I know. What else do I do? I read. Mm. Um, sounds a bit lame. Um, I play games. So that's you know that's for me the easiest way to turn off because reading and playing the piano still requires brain mm. power, if you will. Do you like um, drawing, by the way? This is like oh, a oh, out of blue. so I love drawing, but I'm so unbelievably bad at it yeah same um, same <laughs> like I'd, I'd love to be able to draw but i've just you know you, you need to have a lot of drive to start start off being as bad as i am and i'm not giving up <laughs> yeah <laughs> so. that's interesting though because like uh, all of the people that i've talked to uh on the site they they are some a decent amount of them are into drawing and they will sign up to these like uh, half a day workshops where Ooh. where there's probably <laughs> well it's a couple's workshop but uh, uh, you get, uh, you get like maybe five or six groups, uh, five or six couples, and an instructor that says like just show you a picture, then an actual picture, and say oh this is what we're gonna draw, yeah. and uh, for half a day you're gonna they're gonna teach you how to how to draw. It. I mean I haven't gone to one of those, but that's something I've heard and that's something I've seen a lot of people are into. Yeah. And yeah, these are very popular amongst backend engineers for some reason. Um, <laughs> I guess well, that's an interesting one, huh? Yeah, that's... I guess you don't get the chance to to do uh, UI stuff, and then you probably you earn for it in your heart, <laughs> right? Yeah, I'm not. I'm, to do UI. Yeah, I'm not dealing with this database stuff. I'm gonna do some. I'm gonna draw a, a tree in a yeah. forest. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's fair. Yeah, my my girlfriend actually loves loves painting, and like painting apparently is not that hard. So it's it's hard to do, but it's not very complex to pick up. Like a watercolor set is practically free and then you just need paper mm. um so like that's another one that's really easy to get into um yeah there's also some uh <clears throat> youtube videos that are not uh like tiny tutorial series that are a bit more welcoming if you have no experience but yeah, yeah like i mean th- that's something that i've listed but neither of us actually does it yeah. well you do a bit more than me but yeah. still yeah. yeah um yeah what else i am 
I am. I used to be very into cooking. Um, yeah. Well, mostly because a I, there was no cafeteria in Edinburgh, <laughs> so you had to cook. Um, and B, uh, when I moved down to London, even though I could get food, um, you know, from work, uh, I, I still sometimes want to do want to do stuff on my own. It it's quite nice uh, to make you know a dish yeah uh for yourself and when my, when my girlfriend moved in with me we can do some stuff together and uh we actually did our christmas dinner on our yeah. own and invited a few people in i think that's kitchen. actually like i really like cooking um but i struggle cooking just for myself because I, I want someone else to be able to yeah to cook for so i guess with my girlfriend i should be cooking more sorry Sorry, girlfriend. Um, I've not been cooking that much lately. Yeah, that's, that's why I stopped as well. Cause yeah. Yeah. No. So it's um. Yeah, that's that's a good one. Cause it's 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 similar to to anything where you don't really have to think. You just kind of follow the recipe. You just do your thing. Oh, I'm I'm the type of person I that I don't really. Oh, you're better read at cooking than me. I, I I mean I'm not I'm I'm not like completely screwing off the recipe. I I read it. But I don't like meticulously measure like oh, this yeah. is not gonna be like one teaspoon of salt that I'm putting in. I'm just gonna uh, some salt. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> this is why why I struggle cooking with my girlfriend because I am the kind of person to, to do everything. Okay. <laughs> so so I give her like a teaspoon of salt and then she just kind of goes. Oh. Yeah, it's just so she just tosses just, it. In. Just salt it. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, yeah, but each is their own their own way of doing that. Yeah, and also another another good bit about cooking that I thought was interesting is that. Uh, if you cook something just a slightly more complicated, if you if it involves more than one uh, cookware, so if you have like a saucepan and also uh, a frying pan, uh, you have some you have some scheduling issues that you need to think about, right? I have had this a lot where I'm doing some pasta dish and I just throw in the pasta and start boiling, and then uh, then the actual toppings or the the stuff that's gonna get mixed into the pasta takes way too long. Yeah, then the pasta just becomes like that. Really, <laughs> that really stresses me out when I'm cooking. So I'm the kind of cook that I when I'm cooking alone. So I can't do this with my girlfriend because she's too like she just kind of goes off and do does stuff anyway. Um, but if I'm cooking on my own, I'll just chop everything first. I'll put everything like ready to go, and then you know pop in the pasta yeah, yeah. and just make sure that I've got everything. Yeah, you you seem like the type of person who have like ten different ten concurrent timers on your yeah, on your yeah, phone. yeah I do. <laughs> this thing needs to go into the oven this thing needs to do something yeah, it, yeah. i mean yeah i mean i i like those in some more complex dishes like if i'm doing like a cake or something then you kind of yeah. have to be conscious of time but fortunately uh for myself uh we don't cook cake that often and <laughs> cake technically isn't cooking it's baking right, it's baking, right? Yeah. so um yeah, so for like actually cooking any dishes, it's mostly uh, I just sort of win it. And to be honest, if I mess up, I'm the one eating it. So it's yeah. yeah. I will say, by the way, baking is an excellent hobby to get into. You know, it, it always sounds a bit like, you know, feminine, but honestly, baking is so easy to get into because you just need to follow a recipe. And then when you get better at it, you can do some insane dishes. My sister is she she likes baking and she will honestly make so many people happy so often yeah it's, i wish i wish i was half as good at baking on her yeah it's always like, good to like christmas morning oh because. man yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's that's what we got that's what we got as well we did like something really difficult uh 
last winter because uh, during Christmas time we thought, oh, let's do something a bit more complicated than pasta. Yeah. And as you, if you can't tell, pasta is my main dish. <laughs> and um, and uh, and then we thought, what is more complicated in terms of baking? And but we can still sort of handle it. And then we ended up doing a chocolate lava cake. So it's like something a little bit more involved that you yeah. have to use quite a lot of space and uh, equipment but still like uh, it's not overwhelmingly difficult it no, just needs to like, time it well the ingredients are cheap you know even even expensive quote-unquote um, cooking ingredients are actually quite cheap yeah it's unless not, you go into really weird niche stuff but yeah it's not that difficult as well i, I might actually share the uh the recipe for the, uh, the lava cake <laughs> that we use it's like five ingredients and the most expensive one is the bar of chocolate yeah. which is like <laughs> three pounds something uh, i mean we bought the one from century so <laughs> <laughs> i might i might just beat the power because then you know uh, people are gonna get mad and saying things about my <laughs> uh yeah no, but yeah definitely baking is, is a great one mm -hmm. yeah. yeah there's so much to do honestly go out and do stuff yeah so. hmm. i'm trying to think if there's anything else uh, i mean you do you do have reading do you have anything sort of uh do you have any tips for people who are like starting to get into reading because uh i'm just saying this from my experience because uh most of the stuff i read is in english and this is not really my first language and uh one the biggest uh demotivator for me is sometimes i just get tripped up in the words and yeah. i don't I, I, I like two lines through and i don't know what's happening and then the third line i'm just like oh, i'm not reading this yeah. um yeah so i guess um have you found that to be I, I mean it doesn't have to be your second language right so if you doze off like for a couple of lines you don't know what's happening anymore yeah i've, I've had that in books like there's there's a lot of the old books if you're gonna try reading moby dick for example they're okay. so they're like it's so hard to read and the sentences are so bloody long um i just don't have i don't have the attention span to read a, a mm. sentence in that no so yeah i guess reading you gotta find the right books. Yeah. Well, I would say if you're if you're wanting to get into reading in, in if you, and you're in the UK, go into a random Waterstones and just look at all the the tables with display books they lay out because those are always excellent books. They're always fairly accessible. Yeah. Um. And that's like, what I do. That's what I do. Honestly, that's such a magical thing. Yeah. There's, <laughs> there's one like perhaps five minutes from my flat. Uh, that's literally just across the street. Yeah. Uh, outside and it was really good i've been a few yeah. i've been a few times and um I, f I haven't bought anything from there because what tends to happen is that i go there and i, I look for because you can read books in there right? yeah, yeah, yeah. so i just like read a few pages and say, oh, this is a good this is a book i like and then i buy it from kindle because <laughs> 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 i'm at a i'm at a stage of my life which where i don't want to take i don't have i don't want to accumulate a lot of books at home uh -huh because uh, then you have to like make sure you organize it i'm the type of person would like if you look at my shelves it's completely mess right now <laughs> i'm the type of person who organize it like you know in a yeah, ascending yeah. order <laughs> or a descending order of like height or yeah. or you have to uh, reorder it by like authors and whatnot and um so yeah, it, yeah. Too, too much maintenance for me yeah no i i, I like paper books but yeah kindle is, is great because then it's you can just take it with you on the journeys and yeah uh, it's quite nice also don't be don't be scared of reading new genres i thought i came from like fantasy okay uh, and i was always like oh fiction is boring mm. um but then i picked up 
I don't even remember what it was, a Murakami book, I think. Um, and I realized that fiction is actually great, so I've been reading fiction the, since. I have <laughs> the exact opposite problem. Every time someone's telling me, I'm reading like some like uh, fantasy book like or some like science, not like science fiction stuff, yeah. where it's a bit more, uh, how should I say? I will not be by, like, I have to, when I'm, when I'm reading it, I was like, this is no way this is happening in real life. When I'm reading yeah. a fiction, it was like, oh, I can see this happening in real life, but. <laughs> you, you know what the thing is with fantasy? Every single book right now is just about this one guy that has been chosen by the dragon to slay the bad guy. Like, literally every book. Just, that's so depressing. So that's why I kind of stepped away from fantasy. Uh, you know what, though? Because I uh, I think last year, around Christmas time, the there was this new Netflix show that was like gaining a lot of heat uh, called The Witcher. Oh, The Witcher's great. Yeah, yeah. so we, we, we watched the show, and then we went, oh, this is actually pretty, like, nice. Like, it's not, I mean, don't watch it if you're under 18, just by the way. Uh, <laughs> um, this is like something not exactly the same uh from like yeah. other stuff so i might like dig a bit more into it so uh there are there are novels right because the yeah, tv yeah. show is based on the novels uh, yeah novel so, series. yeah the, the books are are apparently amazing i've not read them um but the books are apparently really good uh there's also a game if you're into that um so there's like every single format you ever want to get yeah uh, i i so i ordered uh i actually bought a uh a book uh, from the series that's basically straight after where the where the series uh, the oh, TV yeah. series let off, so um I haven't start I haven't started this I, I bought it as an audiobook so because for these episodes I enjoy a bit more when it's read to me, oh. um so yeah I I still I need to start that book uh you know at some point recently I've been listening to a to a different audiobook called the Phoenix Project I don't know if you know this no. um it's it's quite fun it's like uh fiction but for technical people so okay. i don't want to spoil it too much it's basically like what happened in the lives of a of a devops person uh, <laughs> for like a whole so they started off in a really chaotic situation where like um they have physical servers they need to load the code into and then brought it up and sometimes stuff fail and then you have to sit there every hour just to refresh your ui server so it doesn't not, <laughs> does not overload uh, and then the book sort of takes you through the journey where they get to a bit more decent uh, infrastructure and then a lot of yeah it's it's quite fun. Uh, I'm gonna link it in the in the description. Uh, so yeah, ten out of ten, I would recommend it. <laughs> There's also a sequel called the Unicorn Project, so uh, I, that's that's my you know, next in line when yeah. I finish other stuff. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I think that's about it, right? Yeah, yeah. I think I think we've yeah. said most of what needs to be said. Yeah, I mean to be fair, like if I if I if I'm being honest here, like I am a fairly boring person, so uh, mm. you know a lot of my hobbies are indoors and um, solitary. Right? It, apart from badminton, which you kind of play by yourself, uh, um, most of my other hobbies are sort of just you can do it on your own. And um, yeah, so even in that even for me i was able to like find some stuff that i like and uh invest some time invest some effort and actually cultivate it into a hobby and a, uh, and a habit so i think you know you know for for anybody that's listening and still feeling that oh i don't know what i want to do it's like you can find something i think yeah just go ahead and do something and then 
you don't like it, you do something else. Yeah, cool. Cool. So that's the episode this week. We are going to do a presume more serious episode next week. <laughs> uh, so yeah, thanks you very much for coming in today. Yeah, see you next week. Right, see fun. you next week. Bye.